As you probably know, May is Asian American Pacific Islander Month. And I'll confess, I did not know until this year that that was a thing. I, of course, know February is Black History Month, but uh, I did not know that May is uh, a month set aside to um, think about and, and really learn more about and center the voices of people um, in the Asian American Pacific Islander community. Um, you know, one of the things that I think every Christian should understand, and it's certainly something that um, Christians have had to come to grips with, especially um, uh, white Christians in this past year, is that when one part of the body hurts, we all hurt. And in, in, in this past year, uh, what has come to the surface is something that's always been there, is that even in our country, um, when we talk about racism, uh, often we make the mistake and talk about it in black versus white. Um, and, and, or, or if we go before, uh, further than that, we might talk about um, uh, the, the Hispanic or the Latino, Latina, Latinx population. Or we might talk about Native Americans. And um, I think often we leave out and are silent and or are ignorant about um, those who are from um, Asian descent. And so I, what I would like to do is recommend to you, uh, and, I, and I, I mean like highly recommend to you, uh, a video that I uh, just watched, uh, Christianity Today, um, at the end of April, did a, like a panel with Asian American pastors from around the country and um, invited them to like share their experiences uh, of how they're doing personally, how they're doing in their neighborhood, what, what they're, how they're uh, handling this stuff in their churches, and um, it was so uh, enlightening to me, Jake as well. And uh, I want to highly commend it to you. And so uh, in this video, we will have a link to this um, website you can go to where you can watch this. It's about an hour and 10 minutes long. Um, I'll admit I did not want to watch it because it's like, that's a long video. But after watching it, uh, I would, I just I can't tell you enough how valuable it is. Um, one of the things that I've been encouraged to do um, by the Lord in this last year is, um, and this is May of 2021 when I'm recording this and I'm remembering of May of 2020 of how that was really the month that really brought into our country um, a new level of uh, racial reckoning. Um, something that I felt the Lord immediately tell me to do last May, a year ago, was to do three things that start with the letter L because I'm a pastor. That's how I hear God speak to me is in alliteration. And it was to listen. You know, like guys like me, uh, our job is to talk a lot. And I, what I felt the Lord say is, Drew, you need to listen. You need to listen to the experiences of others, the lived experiences of people who don't look like you or vote like you. To uh, lament, which is something I don't like to do. And to learn. And so those three L's, I've mentioned that several times, uh, listen, <laughs> uh, lament, and learn. And so for the last year, I've been trying to do that as best as I can, is to listen to the experiences of anyone who's not like me, and even people who are like me, but I, I want to listen before I rush to judgments. And I want to lament, I want to grieve, I want to enter into the suffering of my brothers and sisters in Christ, and even those who aren't believers, and um, how they move through this world. 
And, and I want to learn. Uh, I've got so much, even now, to learn about um, these things. So I want to offer that to you. If you've never heard of the three L's, listen, lament, learn. I want to offer that to you. And this month, I want to encourage you, not just this month, but, but ongoing, to uh, listen and lament and learn from uh, Asian Americans and, and Pacific Islanders and what their experience is. And so um, I want to say, I think uh, it should be this video that, that I want, I think it should be required for any Christian, any Christian leader, any pastor, because it, it, it is a gift to um, the wider body of Christ. A couple of things I want to just highlight to you that I wrote down. Um, also, if, you, if you're Googling it, it's called Enough is Enough, Asian American Pastors on Speaking Truth. It's from Christianity Today. So you can Google that. But we'll have a link in this video if you want to click onto it. And then there's on the website, I think there's a bunch of um, resources you can jump to from there. Um, one of the things that they mention in this webinar is that this is none of this is new. I know like for people like me, um, it's like new to us, but uh, what has happened in COVID has just been it coming to the surface in a, 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 another way and in a more public way because of the coronavirus. Um, but but the, the, the hatred and, and, and the bigotry and uh, the pain that the Asian American um, community feels isn't new. Um, it's been going on for, for you know, hundreds of years. Um, something that I did not know that was really um, shocking to me is uh, these pastors were, were talking about in their churches how um, as, um, as COVID restrictions loosen and as people are sending their kids back to school, um, in high rates, the people, at least the people in their church, um, uh, Asian Americans are, are, are reluctant and are slow to send their kids back to school and, and will actually keep them in distance learning, um, not for fear of the coronavirus, but in an, not, sh not sure how their kid is going to get treated at school. And I know I'm thinking of last fall when our school opened up, like Shari and I were like, <laughs> get out of the house, like go. And it really broke my heart to, to hear. And this is the the listening and the learning and the lamenting that that there are um, uh, Asian American parents in our country who would probably prefer their kid to go in person to school, but because of the increase of anti-Asian sentiment in our country, have have actually said no. We're gonna we're actually gonna have to make this hard choice of working and schooling our kids at home because we fear for their safety and, and what might happen to them emotionally or psychologically or even physically. That was something I learned and I did not know that. Uh, another thing is that often that grieves me as well is that um, the pain, the, this deep pain is often erased. Um, one example of this is in the, uh, in the Atlanta a uh, massacre that happened, I th uh, think maybe seven, eight, nine weeks ago, um, almost immediately there was this like, let's not talk, let's not call it a massacre. It wasn't racially motivated. I think I, I remember watching it and I, I, I believe either the media or police chief, I forget who said it, but I remember seeing someone on TV go, he was having a bad day. <laughs> The shooter was having a bad day. Um, 
And, and, and one of the things that uh, a pastor who's actually um, in that community in Atlanta, like physically, um, he, he mentioned that um, the church that this, the shooter went to is directly across the street from his kid's school. So he's like, his, the church he pastors is like right there. Um, he found it so offensive and hurtful that immediately the conversation went to giving the benefit of the doubt to this white shooter and how pretty pretty quickly we've moved beyond um, what happened to um, all the victims at these um, massage parlors. And so um, it was, as a pastor, eye-opening to hear another pastor who's Asian in an Asian church in Atlanta talk about the um, their experience. Um, and I just want, I can't commend it highly enough um, you know, often we don't hear um, Asian voices speaking up. It, it's something that, I mean, I, my wife's Asian and she's quiet. And I, I understand how most, uh, a lot of Asian culture can be like what's expected is for them to be quiet. And so um, it was such a gift to hear Asian pastors actually speak and speak the truth and, and to do it in love and, and with grace, but to also do it grieving. It was truly remarkable. So I, I can't, uh, commend this video um, enough. Uh, something often that they, they mentioned in one of the questions was, what happens when someone says, hey, you're being political or you're, you're getting hijacked because of the left's agenda? And it, it was amazing to hear these pastors just say, this isn't political, this is personal. This is about the Imago Dei, the image of God being assaulted. Um, you know, to say you're colorblind and that you don't see my skin is to, is offensive, and to say you don't see the image of God in me, you know, it was so profound to to hear uh, these Asian American voices um, who 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 are Christian and like I think all of them had like very high, uh, all of them had higher seminary degrees than I have. Um, I don't have a seminary degree, and it was um, amazing to to hear their experience. So I, I just want to highly commend that to you. Um, there's so much I could say, um, but I, I just want to encourage you as, as your pastor to, um, uh, our, our world tends to want to politicize things or make these about this is the left or this is the right or this is an agenda. And like, I want to just continue to commend to you, um, this is a kingdom of God issue. This is a gospel of Jesus Christ issue. Um, it's hard to read the Old Testament and not come away with the fact that God cares for the foreigner and the immigrant and um, those on the underside of power, the oppressed. I read Psalm 68 today. God is the, the father to the fatherless, the defender of the widow. And so um, I just want to again encourage you as this is the month of May and as we continue to um, bring um, the gospel to bear on um, the, the, the racial sin and the hatred and the othering that is in our country, I don't know how you can deny it, to, um, to resist the political narratives, if, if, if that is a, a hang-up for you, and to, to say that this is actually an image of God issue, this is a love your neighbor issue, this is a biblical issue, this is a gospel issue, this is a kingdom of heaven issue, and how can we look at this from that standpoint, because that's, that's, what, that's what I'm doing, that's what we're doing. And so, again, if, if at all, I know we have many um, in our congregation who um, are, are Asian American. 
and uh, and uh, I want to highly commend this video to you. But but even if you're not Asian American, and in particular if you're white like me, um, I would encourage you to um, make some space this week, schedule an hour for you, the Lord, and your laptop to listen. Hey, that's five L's, Jake. The Lord, your laptop, and listen, <laughs> lament, and learn um, how the body ups. I can't, it, this thing, it writes itself, you know. Um, but in particular, as a pastor, to hear my other um, Asian brothers and sisters and, and fellow pastors and how they're hurting and grieving um, is very profound on, on me, and I want to commend it to you. So, uh, I'd love to just pray, and then we'll get into our message today. Father, we need your help. And uh, even as I share this, I know that whoever is watching and hearing um, is going to have some reaction. There will be some trigger. There will be some emotion. And God, I pray that you would use that emotion that feeling to highlight where you are seeking to work in their formation and in their discipleship to become more like you. Lord, we reject the ways of this world, including the ways of the politics of this world that often shift and change based on um, people's opinions. We reject the ways of our flesh, the self-life that seeks to preserve what we have. We reject pride and arrogance. We reject asking who's our neighbor. And we reject um, the world, the flesh. We reject the devil. We reject the kingdom of hell. And we, we ask that you would bring your kingdom of heaven, your rule and reign, your vision for what life can look like on this earth. We pray that. From the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, I pray for um, all churches. We pray for the Asian American church around the country and even in our city that has a very unique lived experience that we don't have. God, I pray you would surround them with your presence and your kindness and that you would meet them and comfort them. And Lord, I pray for churches like ours that are predominantly white. Um that you would help us to get past the, the blockages that, that man or woman or politics or the world or, or the enemy has put in the way to keep us from seeing um, the people group that you are making in your new family. Lord, help us, uh, even help me to listen well. To, to not listen to respond, but to actually listen to understand. Help us, God, to, to lament and to enter into that, that, that spiritual discipline of grieving what grieves you, uh, weeping how you wept. And God, help us to, um, to learn and to know like functionally how we can be godly, loving, helpful brothers and sisters um, to everybody. Um, but this day and this month, we specifically ask, help us to be great neighbors, godly neighbors to 
our Asian American brothers and sisters inside of our church and outside of our church. It is really God, uh, not, we don't ask these things so that we would be woke or that someone would approve of us. But God, we ask these things so that your name would be lifted up, so that your um, name would be more renowned, that it would be more hallowed, that you would get more of the glory and that the world could look at your church and see how we love one another in ways that they don't love one another. And that ultimately it would give you glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.